Hi, welcome to Dancing Dog Blog. I'm your host, Mary Haight, and today, author L.A. Knight joins us to talk about his new book, Dog Training, the American Male, an adult comedy about a woman, her sinking career, an unemployed boyfriend, and the adopted dog that comes between them until, oh, uh, wait a minute, L.A. Knight's here. Why not let him explain? Welcome to the show, L.A. Thank you, Mary. Nice to have you here. But I, when I was looking you up, I, I was confused about your name. Could you explain a bit about the two different names, L.A. Knight and Steve Alton? L.A. Knight, which uh, the L.A. stands for Lawrence Alton, who's, who's my dad, who passed away three years ago from cancer. And and he had a great sense of humor. And, and Dog Training the American Male is a, is a funny book. And so I dedicated in his memory. Uh, Steve Alton is my real name. And the reason I use a pen name is because under Steve Alton, I've written 16 sci-fi thrillers that have been on New York Times bestseller lists. And because Dog Training the American Male is such a different story, uh, because it's a comedy, sort of a romantic comedy, um, my agent said, you, you better put it under a different name just so that you don't confuse your own readers, although I let my readers know that it's me. Dog Training the American Male. What made you think of this concept, marrying gender relations in, in this way? Well, just to give your listeners a background, Dog Training the American Male uh, has been described as sort of Sheryl Sandberg's lean-in meets a funny shades of gray, although it's not dirty. It's, it's a story that centers around a woman named Dr. Nancy Beach, who is a relationship counselor, and she hosts a local radio show, but uh, she, her relationships are always in the toilet, and so are her ratings. And one day she meets a guy, uh, and they end up moving in together, and uh, things start having a tough time. And Nancy's sister says, listen, if you really want to impress Nancy, go to the pet store and buy a little white foofy dog, because she's always wanted a little white foofy dog. And so Jacob, as a typical man will do, ends up going to the pet store, but then he ends up going to the pound, and he comes home with a 120-pound German Shepherd. And Nancy, as a lot of women would do, would she flips out until she realizes when she hires a couple dog trainers that the dog training techniques can be used on Jacob to domesticate him. So it, so it sort of begins a, a, a re- really wild social experiment that every couple and every dog owner, I think, will be able to identify with. And... To get back to your question, the reason I wrote Dog Training the American Male was, first of all, um, I've been married for 25 years, and I often find that my wife treats me like a dumb animal. <laughs> and I mean, you know, men are basically simple creatures. We essentially want sex, food, and to watch some football in between naps. And, um, you know, the more I looked into it, the more I realized that men really are like dogs. I mean, let's face it, the average American male would rather sit on the couch all day, um, you know, we pee on trees, we dry hunt women's legs, we howl at the moon. Um, but like dogs, you know, when a dog is trained, they become more content, they're less anxious, they lose weight. Um, so my expression is, you know, sure, treat me like a dog, but don't use the electrical shock collar. Yeah, thank you for that, because um, when I first saw the reference to a shock collar, I thought, oh no, not another book with this kind of training that isn't really training. Uh, promoting shock collars, uh, and, and then I found out that it wasn't for the dog. It was for Jacob. 
for your listeners, Jacob is the character that Nancy ends up uh, falling in love with, but uh, needs to domesticate. He's the human, and, and Sam is the dog. And and when when I got my first German Shepherd many years ago, uh, my wife and I hired a trainer. And the first trainer, and and so the trainers in dog training in the American Male are based upon real trainers. And the first trainer was a woman, and in the book she's named Anita Goodman. Nita believes in the reward system, you know, for each proper response the dog would give, she, the dog would get a cookie. And uh, as Nan, as uh, Anita, and that sort of sets things off on, on Nancy using the training techniques on her boyfriend, Jacob. But then we, after we went through that first trainer, we hired another trainer who was a canine patrol trainer, and he used different techniques, um, including a shock collar, which we which we said we're not going to use because we realized that it wasn't good. And just like Nancy learns about the shock car, only she uses it on Jacob and <laughs> to some hilarious scenes. Uh, but after you read what happens to Jacob, I don't think you want to use a dog, um, train a dog with a shock collar either. Yeah, that was actually really hysterical, and I could see that exact scene in the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to give it away. But, and, and just like uh, Nancy wanted a little white foofy dog, that's what my wife got. And just like Jacob wanted a German Shepherd, that's what we got. Mm-hmm. What are your top tips, then, for training the American male? Well, that's a good question. Um, first, you have to realize, like I said, men are simple creatures, and, and if we get what we want, then we're pretty good about uh, obeying. But... Um, there was a recent article in Time Magazine that we were talking about that called men idiots. And, um, oh, yeah, I don't, we were saying that was trending. Yeah, uh, and men find themselves in a peculiar position of defending ourselves as not being idiots, even though we do idiotic things. And part of that's due to testosterone. And, you know, when you get a dog, the first thing that they teach you is that you have to set the boundaries. And um, Nancy's sister, Lana, says to Nancy... You know, guys are like dogs, Nancy. They need to learn the rules when they're puppies. Next time you fall for a guy, instead of jumping up and down on Oprah's sofa like Tom Cruise, teach the dog not to get up on the sofa, set some boundaries. And so Nancy realizes that she's got to establish the fact that she's the alpha, not the man, even though the man's ego says that he's the alpha. And and once she's able to do that, um, things become a little bit bizarre. (laughs) I think it's important for your listeners to know that, you know, First and foremost, this is, you know, a book about dogs and male and female relationships. And and, and the fact that uh, the key to a successful male-female relationship involves communication. Uh, you know, the problem is that men and women think differently and communicate in different ways, but so do dogs and humans. So how is it that we're able to communicate with the dog and the dog's, in a sense, able to communicate with us, even though we're not speaking the same language? Well, if you can communicate in dog then a woman should be able to communicate to her Y chromosome, whether it's her boyfriend or her husband. And uh, so the book sort of delves into techniques that are used for dog training that can use for male training as well. But it, but it, because it's a funny book and because it pokes fun at the, the things that we do in society and, and um, at times it's a little bit racy, but it, but it's always funny and, and, um, uh, you can get away with a little bit more, but it also, for the readers who are dog lovers, it also makes them realize that, you know, maybe the first instinct was to go to a pet sh- store to buy a dog, which is Jacob's first instinct. I mean, he doesn't know 
about anything else. And the reason that he doesn't end up getting a little white fluffy dog at a pet shop is because they were expensive. <laughs> so he ends up going to the pound. And Nancy's first response when he brings home a 120-pound German Shepherd into their brand-new house, um, which she pays half the rent and probably a little bit more because Jacob's struggling right now, um, is that get this dog out of my house. Either you go or the dog goes. Both of you go. And, and that's sort of a response that my wife would have with me and has had with me when the German Shepherd has eaten her shoes and the sofa and eaten her lamb chops and, you know... But I think when, one of the things that are fun in this story is that when you read this story, you realize, oh, we've been through that. Oh, we did that. You know, something mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. carried away, you know. But um, that's Yeah, I like, I like that learning progression there, the, the learning curve of having a dog. And maybe it's not the dog that you wanted or expected, uh, but then there's a big surprise. Well, the, the like first night... Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right, Mary. The first night that they have the dog, which the dog is already on tenuous ground as it is, the dog eats lasagna. And so Jacob gets locked out of his bedroom, and and Nancy comes out the next day to go to work, and she's missing a shoe, and she finds the pillows chewed up and diarrhea all over the living room, and her and her shoes chewed up. And I can honestly say that we went through every one of those things with our dogs. <laughs> And I think most of us have. And, you know, the first instinct is to get rid of the dog. But as Nancy learns, she's glad she didn't. Of course, she goes through hell and back to get to that point of the story. But it's really great that uh, she's the one that gets the trainer. And then she's the one that that turns her show around uh, uh, because of the dog. Exactly. but she, mm-hmm. But her reasons are not for the... Reasons of being a dog lover. The reason is that she wants to raise ratings on her show. So yes. Because she likes the dog. Because one of her listeners said, Nancy, you know what the difference between a man and a dog is? You know, the dog can lick its own private parts. Sets off a light bulb in her head thinking, you know, if I can train Jacob, then I can train my listeners to train their Y chromosomes. And that's higher feminist movement on West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay, so, you know, I am eternally grateful that L.A. Knight turned out to be a man because <laughs> I thought, I'm going to get hate mail, and, and, and so you are. So you're actually just telling the truth about the American male, and, and uh, uh, how much flack have you gotten for that? Well, uh, I'll share a story with your listeners that you and I had talked about last night, and that was um, uh, when Dog Training the American Male came out, it just came out, um, we booked a radio show with two morning zoo guys, you know who, uh, when they heard it, when they read the press release that L.A. Knight wrote a book called Dog Training the American Male, and this is what the story was about, they immediately booked me. And when I came on the show, they said, "Wait a minute, you're a guy." I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Well, what are you giving away all of our secrets?" And I said, "What secrets are there that we like sex and that we like food and that we like to sleep on the couch and watch football? There's not a big secret there." Yeah. And so we were talking. The interview was going well, and all of a sudden the line went dead, and I. Oh, man, in the middle of the interview, the line went dead. So I called back on the hotline, and the producer said, well, the line didn't go dead. He hung up on you. I said, why did he hang up? He said, because they were ready to chastise a woman for writing this book about, you know, that men could be trained like dogs, and you're a guy. You ruined their their whole premise of their interview. And if you go on Amazon.com and see what the readers say about dog training the American male, a lot of readers are women 
who really thought the book was hysterical and were some of them were even going to try some of the dog training. Now I, I don't I don't recommend walking your man down the the sidewalk with a leash, but mm-hmm. you know, well, I was I was actually supposed to be on a TV interview on Skype with uh, Tom Hartman on Monday and uh, convinced my wife to sit behind me on the Skype in the chair with a leash around my neck and her wearing stiletto heels. And, but my wife, every time I said something wrong, would jerk my head for the trick. Wouldn't do that to the dog, but she'll do, she doesn't. And when he asked uh, where you got the ideas for your book, it would be clear to everybody, it's your home life. Marriage, that, that's, you know, the school of hard knocks. You know, uh, Jacob has a brother, Vinny, who's a gynecologist in Boca Raton, and uh, Vinny's got some particular ideas about the male-female relationship, but but he basically tells Jacob, no matter what you do, no matter how many times it's her fault, just apologize. And Jacob wants to know, well, why should I apologize? He says, you're apologizing because God gave you a penis. And in the Bible, it's referred to as original sin. Adam bit the apple, and... uh, Gave it to Eve, and man's been apologizing to women ever since. And his philosophy, he's, you know, he said, you know, Jacob, I've been married to my wife for 15 years, and I still can't get her to replace the roll of toilet paper so that the paper hangs over the top. And it used to bother me, but that was my ego talking. And then I realized that by losing, I was actually winning. See, women's brains are wired to rule the nest. It's the natural order of the jungle. Take the lion, the king of beasts. Who hunts for food? The lioness. Who takes care of the cubs? The lioness. You know what the male lion does all day? He lays around and licks himself. So who really wins? The male, that's who. All you need to worry about are those five days a month when the devil possesses her brain. But other than that, you're fine. Does this method work on women? Well, Mary, that's a good question. And and the answer is no. Because, you know, women are more like cats. You know, men are simple, like dogs. But women are more like cats. They're independent-minded, subject to hormonal mood swings. And... You can teach dogs a lot, but, you know, if you ever tried to herd cats, it, you, it, they're a little bit difficult to herd. I heartily agree with that. Intelligent, independent-minded woman that you are, you definitely agree with that. Oh, well, part of your proceeds are being donated uh, to a, a cause that's special to you. Could you tell us about that, please? Yeah, Mary, um, as I mentioned, my, my dad uh, passed away from stage 4 melanoma three years ago which is a tumorous cancer and like breast cancer and colon cancer and stomach cancer and lung cancer. And uh, I was able to meet a, a, a gentleman named Dr. Diptomine Maharaj who's been given a FDA protocol uh, for the first human trials for uh, a protocol that can actually cure tumorous cancers. And uh, the problem is, is that he needs to raise a lot of money to go through the first three phases of the protocol, which is very promising. What it does is it it, um, it was discovered by one of Dr. Maharaj's colleagues that um, there are certain types of mice that will cannot be induced to have cancer. And they have um, in their white cells called something called glucocytes, which are natural cancer-killing agents. And Dr. Maharaj was able to get FDA approval to use glucocytes in humans, specifically the glucocytes that are found in 20 to 25-year-olds whose immune system is so strong that they have a a large number of these glucocytes. And so what they do is they match the donor, the 20 to 25-year-old donor, with the cancer patient and are able to 
give the donor a drug that causes more white cells to be produced and along with them granulocytes, and the granulocytes and white cells are siphoned off using an apheresis machine and given to the patient, and it, it the, literally the tumors are eaten away by the, the glucocytes. So when my dad uh, was uh, diagnosed with stage 4 cancer, he signed up for the program. Unfortunately, he, he, he got a donor, but he passed away two weeks before the uh, protocol could begin. Oh, so, I'm sorry. So people who buy dog training in the American Mail are supporting what could potentially be a cure for tumorous cancer. Uh, thank you so much for uh, stopping by with us today. And uh, the name of your book again, please? Dog Training the American Mail by L.A. Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T. And your web address? Uh, you can go to my website, lanightentertainment.com, and see some of the uh, dog blogs that have been reviewing the book and, and see pictures of the dogs. And um, this is, it's, it's a great holiday gift. It's a lot of fun. And, and if you're a dog lover or in a male-female relationship, it makes a great gift. Thanks to L.A. Knight for being with us to talk about his new novel, Dog Training, the American Male. And to the audience, thanks for listening.